What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to our very special Mother's Day experience entitled, Hey Yo Ma! The gift that keeps on giving. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy! Lord, we ask that you heal right now. Even those mothers that are aching for so many various reasons. But you are a husband to the widow. You are a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. You are a faithful God. So may today be a day that we lean into you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, your children ask even for those that don't know you, that you move into their territory and touch their hearts. Those children that are scattered abroad because they've lost their mom due to disease and AIDS and drugs and prison. Lord, I ask that you move in the prisons, the mothers that are in the prisons, that you set them free within their souls, Lord God. The mothers who have to celebrate Mother's Day from prison, away from their child. There's many mothers who have lost their children to the system, Lord God. While we rejoice, the truth of the matter is in this world, in the area of mothering and fathering, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of brokenness. And so right now, Lord, my greatest prayer to you right now is that you begin to restore every household. That moving forward, Lord God, you birth a new strand of wholeness in our household across the world. We break the strongholds of disease that is plaguing continents and nations across the world. We ask that you move into the orphanages right now, Lord God, and touch those children. There's so many layers of pain due to sin and due to darkness and death and destruction, Lord. And we just pause right now. You snatch that mother off the streets that may be prostituting just to get a fix. Somebody's mother, somebody's daughter is on their last end, Lord, and thinking about losing it and giving their lives up. We ask for an intervention now. We speak to the spirit of death and say, you must take your hands off of that daughter. Take your hands off of that mother right now in the name of Jesus. She will. You will not overdose. She will. You will not die. You shall live and not die. speak life into the atmosphere that all our women begin to walk in who they are and we lie down insecurities and that you raise up men that will cover our women and not use them to fulfill our own emptiness and insecurities and brokenness Lord God but I declare father that you begin to raise up a generation that have wholesome relationships Not every relationship is to fix our problem.
May, may we move from needing a fountain to being a fountain of life. So we speak the blessing over our lives today. Thank you, Lord, that this is a day that that husband looks at his wife again, the mother of his children, look again, and you do something in his eyes that he sees his wife differently, that he does not walk out and abandon his family, but he will see the daughter that was broken before she got into marriage, and she just need him to be a mighty man of God. So I ask that you remove the scale off of his eyes. Restore vision in the household. Help us get our houses in order, Lord God. We thank you. And as men, we stand today and declare that we will cover our women. We will protect our women. We will love our women unconditionally. We will honor our mothers. Lord, raise up a generation that honors their mothers, that honors their parents. So we thank you, Lord, that you continue to untie, undo, loosen the blessing on our behalf today in this space. We believe it and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. As you're sitting down, as you're walking to your seat, say, hey, ma. Hey, oh, ma. pull up Deuteronomy 8 real quick for me. If you see you with us with our first time, for your first time with us today, welcome, welcome, welcome. Can we give our first time attendees a round of applause? Thank you. And then you can just put that right there. Um, thank you, sir. Um, let's talk. Deuteronomy 8. Can you put it up really quickly? Deuteronomy 8. Somewhere around 18, I believe. Guide me, Lord. And can we uh, take it out of the sexy mood and um, put it in the... Uh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Sometimes sexy hurts your eyes. Deuteronomy 18, there we go. God bless you. But you shall. Y'all with me today? Yeah. All right, all right. But you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God. For it is he. Say he. It is he. Say he. That's kind of weak. Say he. He who gives you power. For it is he who gives you power to get what? Wealth. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. For it is he who gives you power to get what? Wealth. It is he that gives you power to get wealth for a reason. 
for a reason. For a reason. What's the reason, Lord? That he may establish his agreement. That he may establish his covenant. Say the Lord, God will bless me. Caleb goes, so you're going you're gonna to fall asleep in that posture, brother. You, 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 you can't sit. Oh, okay. Amen. 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 Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You got a whole, you got a whole campaign for you, okay? Because of his back. Amen. Amen. <laughs> be healed in Jesus' name. You're going to be able to st stand up, sit up before this day over. No, the service. If you believe. Amen. For it is he who gives you power to get well. I'm trying to help you. Because tomorrow you're going to wake up and figure out where you can get wealth from and you're going to be waiting to get your job back. And that's not where your wealth comes from. That he may establish his covenant. What's his covenant? That all men shall be blessed. Every household should be blessed. So he wants to set you up because he already set you up. He, he's made an agreement that you would be blessed. He is moving everything around that he can to fulfill his covenant in your life. He is moving everything around on your behalf. If you could just stay in the game and stop getting drunk off of pity. He is committed to blessing you. Not because you are good. It's because he promised your forefathers. Ah, ah, I feel like dabbing on you one time. As it is this day. Deuteronomy 28. Dab is still in. While you're looking around. Amen. Deuteronomy 28. Malia. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Happy. I don't know what it was. I called it the dab. I can call it whatever it is. Adam had the free will to call them animals whatever he wanted. If he wanted to call the elephant a dab, guess what the elephant would be? A dab. I got power. Switch it up. If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, obey his word. If you will listen, if you don't be hard-headed, if you don't be stubborn, if you don't be fearful, all the words he give you, the Lord your God will set you high. What are you going to do? Establish you. Above all the nations of the earth. He's talking to his people. And all these blessings shall come up on you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord. I told you going into this next season, it is the most crucial time of your life that you, you are going to have to hear God like never before. And it, hearing God is not you listening harder. 
Hearing God is you positioning yourself to hear. You can't do this and, and hearing more. It's not going to be you just turning on your favorite playlist, but still keeping the same people around you. Blessed shall you be in a city, and blessed shall you be in the field. I love it because there's another scripture that tells me I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave from my house and return safely. So I'm blessed up in this thing. See, I love how he tells me I'm blessed in the place where some of the most opposition comes. I'm blessed in my house. I'm blessed in, the, in my workplace. I'm blessed everywhere. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Next verse. Blessed shall be the, the fruit of your body, your kids, your family, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your beasts, the increase of your cattle, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall your basket and your netting through trough. Blessed shall you be when you come in. And blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee to completion. The Lord is not just trying to help you get through. The Lord needs you to be patient so he can end the cycle of warfare in that area. Let's go back. I'm going to go. No, no, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to go back. Seven, seven different ways. Seven is the number of what? Completion. I'm going to say it again. The, the Lord is not just trying to walk through the valley in the shadow of death with you. He's not just trying to keep the thorn in your side. He needs you to be patient so that patient can have his perfect work. So in the end, you lack nothing, which means there is some battles that he wants to end in your bloodline. Which means you have to face it so your kids won't have to. All right, next verse. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your, in your storehouse in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord, your God, gives you. Father, may we hear your word today as you establish us. Speak to the womb of every person in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we open that window? Vancouver ain't used to having church in the heat. I don't think it's one weather that can satisfy y'all. <laughs> hey, yo, ma. Hey, yo, ma. The gifts that keep on giving. As I explained this morning, why did we call this? Some people would be like, oh, my God, Pastor Terrence, hey, yo, Ma, what is that? Is that Spanish? <laughs> and, 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 and this is what you got to understand outside of it's just where, I, where it, it's a way that, that a guy would get a female's attention or approach a female. Hey, yo, Ma. And the responses, depending on where you're from, can vary. 
If you're from where I'm from, you can get some really combative responses for saying that. Or she already ready and that's what she's been waiting for is for somebody to give her some attention. Either way, the Lord is trying to tap on your shoulder today. One more time. Hey, yo, ma. Hey, yo, ma. The Lord, boom, says, I will establish my word. I will. Say, he will. He will. Establish. His word. Look at your neighbor. Say, what you tripping for? He's going to. He has established his word. I don't know what they're tweaking. The attack has always been against your womb. Those that heard this message earlier, don't you dare allow yourself to get comfortable because you missed a lot of it in the first place. No, 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 where are you going? The attack has always been against your womb, ma. Hey, yo, ma. The attack has always been against your womb. As I mentioned this morning, you don't need a child to be a mama. Because there's a lot of women with children that ain't mamas. What you need to be is be you. There is something natural about you ladies that just mama. Amen. A little spirit of crack in here right now. That's okay. Just go and help the devil out. Just go and help him out. <laughs> the attack has always been against your womb. Boom. The enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy the seed. Now, let me help you. I'm not just, when I speak of womb, I'm not just talking about woman, although I am, but I'm not because the womb came out of a man. Woman, everyone has a womb. Now, we don't have a physical womb, but every human has a place where God gives birth within them. And we understand that the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy the what? Seed. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy what? The seed. One more time. The what? Seed. And we understand due to a few Thursdays ago that it's about stewarding the what? See. And when one man understand that God put something in you that he created the earth out of, there would be no reproduction without the soil of your womb. The attack has always been about you giving birth. Because you're not just about giving birth physically, but there's something about you as a one man, how God wired you, that you can give birth with your words, your touch. You go into a barbershop and you walk in the barbershop, one man, guess what? You're going to notice the volume go down a little bit. 
See, and what the enemy wants to do is he want to get you young and get you misunderstanding your power, get you misusing your power, get you under, not understanding who you are. Therefore, you surrender to someone that can't handle you. Now you grow up pointing fingers. And you play into the hand of the enemy. And that's why the enemy starts off very young with us, young, with, 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 with our young ladies. Yeah, we men, we're boys too, but young ladies. And there's many women, I would say for sure, over 50% men has been messed with, played with, um, violated in some kind of way. And as much as we want to protect our young girls, our daughters, when they go out in that world, when they watch television, whatever, there's always something subjecting our women. And more than anything, from eating disorders, we think we got to look a certain way or we don't. In the spirit of comparison, this deep-rooted insecurity, we go all the way back to Eve after Adam blamed Eve and Eve blamed, blamed the serpent. The attack was, the curse was pronounced against her seed. The woman will always labor. And then there's, there's, this, there's this thing, woman is always laboring to prove herself. I can work just as hard as a man. I, can, I should get paid just as much as he getting paid. And there's this inner battle, but I come against it because we got mighty women of God in this place. Sweet, we got five. We got five mighty women of God. That's all I need. Five represent grace. Mark 4, I just want to point out, I want to point out that I want you to, you probably never read this scripture this way. You thought this scripture was about offering. But tithing, offering, and sowing is God's plan natural plan to reproduce to carry on his purpose the farmer sows the word as seed and what falls on the beaten path represents those who hear the word but immediately satan appears and snatches it from their hearts man you know how quick you tell a woman she look good guess what she say either she just on the other end of insecurity like i know or she still don't agree. No, he's so, he's, he's so kind. Thank you. And no matter how much you would build them up, they go watch TV or see somebody else on social media, and it steals the seed of their worth. Right? Because no matter what seed you give them, not all, but no matter what seed you give them, there's a bigger seed on the screen. There's a bigger scene at seed at church. There's a bigger seed at the mall. There's a bigger seed in the family. And there's this comparison and there's these insecurities, but I declare they're broken. As men, we need y'all to be exactly who God has created you to be. And without you guys, there would be no earth. If Adam got an Adam, none of us would be here. Adam and Adam would still be there messing around. It's impossible. But God created a womb for man. 
but not any man. <laughs> the Lord has your farmer. Wait for him. Amen. Next. Men, we must cover our women. Yep, yep. Amen. We must cover our women. And you can't cover them trying to uncover them. Uncovering is not the priority. Duty. Be, oh, okay. Men, we must assure our women. Assure them. Let them know their worth. And their worth is not in you. Their worth is in Christ. Push them to Jesus. Push them to Jesus, not you. Push them to Jesus. And then if Jesus push them back to you, then go on do your thing then. <laughs> Woo! Men, we must protect our women. We must protect our women. Say, ooh-ah. Men, we must trust God. We must trust God for strength, patience, skill, wisdom. Because women is a lot. No, no, no. For, like, not even in a bad way. They are a prey. Man, Adam was cool with the animals. He just had to go over there. He had to just feed them and all that. Then he got this woman. And that's a whole other thing to take care of. And they, that's the, you hear people talk about the confusion he must have been in when she walked up to him naked like, well, can we eat from this tree? Can we? I know what God said, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> she did the walk away. Forget the rock away. She did the walk away on him. Do the walk away. <laughs> And Adam, like, um, sure, like, whatever, he'll forgive us. Hey, nah, bro. <laughs> no, no, look, 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 here you go. Look, look, this is the power you guys have. See, because your disobedience did not help you or him out. So you got what you wanted at the cost of everything. But on the flip side, as a man, you got a word from God to tell your family. But you allowed seduction to creep in. And both of you guys gave in instead of her surrendering and say, whatever God said, that's what we're going to do. She's like, nah. And then for him, he should have been like, no. But he looked around and he's like, well, if she leave me. All we got is walruses. And ain't nothing left for me, so <laughs> he didn't trust the Lord to provide. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she could have threatened him like, what? <laughs> left him with walruses. <laughs> But we, we got to see here, then he blames her. And then she blames. 
Man, we must trust God that whatever God says about our family, there is going to be. Your woman was designed to challenge you in a way that's going to make you trust God. God might have told you to do something for the family, but he didn't tell her. And you're going to have to learn to trust God and not be swayed by fear that you may let your family down. But also on the flip side, there's the surrender from woman, but there's also the life spoken over that man that has to leave. Bless you. Mark 4, Jesus also told them this parable. God's kingdom realm is like someone spreading seed on the ground. As I mentioned this morning, just to make clear, this does not give you permission, men, to go spread seed all over the place. That's not what that's saying right there. He goes to bed and gets up day after what? Day. And the seed sprouts and grows tall. Though he knows not how. And to this day, I don't care how much science is out there, you still, it's just a miracle going on in this womb. A seed makes it. And then something, it's crazy you could be pregnant and not know for a while. But something happening. Same thing. Because what you got to understand, the power is in the womb. The Lord created this thing inside of you that produces miracles when he touches it. This thing is able to give life. And then when that thing comes and is sitting in the water sack and it ain't even breathed yet on this side of the world. It is underwater. Consumed by water. There is nothing but a miracle happening in this womb. And that's why the enemy wants to, wants to attack it. He wants you hooking up with the wrong dude. He wants abortions. He wants all kinds of stuff. Because he understands how detrimental it and devastating it is when life is taken from you here. Rather through barrenness. Rather through abortion. Rather through stillbirths. Whatever it may be. This thing right here speaks to your identity. It's the thing that differentiates you from a man and from a woman. There's men who is feminine and there's women who are masculine. But the one thing that differentiates us from you is that womb. Your ability to create. Your ability to create. That's a miracle. The Lord came down to the earth and he took up the earth and he framed man. Only God can do that. And the same thing he did with the soil of the ground is what he does inside your womb. He, can't, he don't do that in us. <laughs> That's inside y'all. What, what you selling that short for? How you just going to get that to anybody? When you really understand what this is. But then also when we say guard our garden, what, you, what he's really talking about is guard your womb. For out of it flows the issues of life. So you, besides a physical womb, every man, every woman has a womb. That's where you get ideas from. That's where the Apple computer came from. Steve Jobs got impregnated with this idea in his what? Womb. 
And he protected that thing, guarded that thing. The team mattered. If somebody didn't get with the program, fire, go, bye. I'm going to guard this thing that I am pregnant with, and God has chose me to give birth to it, nobody else. God went to Mary, nobody else. But why did he go to Mary? We're going to see later because she was a steward over her womb. You do not stewarding your, you do not, you do not wait till you're pregnant to steward your womb. You actually prepare your womb for whenever it gets pregnant. You, you know how a parent, when they're expecting a child, they get the room ready, they get clothes, they paint the room. What you waiting for? You don't wait to get pregnant. You prepare this place and you steward it. <clears throat> Jesus also told the parable, I went there, went there. Ah, he goes to bed, doesn't know how, and then it says in the end, and then the fully developed grain in the head. Now, what the enemy wants to stop is he wants to f stop full development. He wants you to prematurely give birth. Say, my womb is the Lord's. Ladies, mamas, womans. Hey, yo, ma, your words give birth. You don't understand how you could tear a man down. Say, mm-hmm. I mean, you could take as macho as we be saying, trust me, what you say matters to me. I'll be talking, man, I, I be, talk to me, Julia, talk to me, tell me, tell me, tell me you love me. It's just some, the other day she called me apostolic. I was like, say it again, say it again. <laughs> Woo! Say it again, mighty woman of God. <laughs> Felt like going to get a cane and a robe. Call me apostolic again. <laughs> Come in with a crown in the house, cooking dinner with a crown and a robe on. Here go your apostle right here, girl. We're going to move some mounds around here. Ladies, understand, your man may not be doing everything you thought he was, but the words you speak over his life matters. Your words give birth to your children. What are you saying over your children? Yes, they get on your nerves, and it's okay to tell them sometime. Have a real conversation, because they're going to tell you. But find a skillful way to tell them. You are such a blessing. You bless my nerves all the time. You bless my nerves. <laughs> Say my words. Give birth. Your touch brings healing. We was talking about Pastor Julia earlier. Now, now, everybody, not everybody have had a chance to get that little shoulder back rub. That's the one. Yeah, instantaneous. And I told y'all earlier, I share, I just lay my hand over. We watch a movie, I just lay my hand over. And if she get an attitude sometimes, she'll just throw my hand. And then it's funny when she when she began to, you know when she about to stop. Cause she'll just do just like a real quick uh like 
And then it's so funny because in the spirit, I'll be like, she'll, she'll grab my hand just because she wants, to, she wants to cuddle or she wants to have some touch. Like she just, she actually wants to hold my hand. But the way my body, the signal she's sending, send, sending me, when she holds my hand, my body says rub my hand. So she'll start holding my hand and she'll let it go because she know I'm about to ask her to rub it. Super, and we don't say nothing about it, but I know that's why she let it go. But ladies, your, your touch brings healing. That's, you think I'm lying? Where's the first place the baby go after they come out? Don't take this stuff lightly. Your touch brings healing. That's why you can't just let anybody touch you. That's why you just can't be, just because a man got all them mountains and muscles and all, you just, man, how, how many, how much virtue you going to spill on bad soil? Your touch only deserves to be on one man. Your touch brings healing. Know your worth. Say, I got super hands. <laughs> your prayers save families. Your, your prayers save families. It ain't nothing like a mama's prayer. We need more women on their knees than in the club. You need to learn how to work that word instead of twerking. You feel me? Amen. Say my prayers have power in them. Your joy calms fears. It ain't nothing like big mama, like big mama, like big, big, big grandmama, grandmama. If you ain't never had a big mama, you missing out. Not a big mama, but big mama. If you ain't never had a grandmama or a mama, that just, something about when they walk around the house singing the Lord's songs and cooking and just, and just how they pick up the grandkids or how they play with their kids. And how you, man, when you just walk through the house, I much rather, my house is noisy. But I'd much rather have a noisy house than an old, quiet, funeral house. <laughs> when you walk in a funeral, 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 funeral parlor, folks just want you to be quiet. Like the dish. The dead people going to hear you. What? <laughs> They're sleeping. They're sleeping. Hey, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Your joy calms what? Fears. Say, give me my joy. Your affirmation breeds courage. Don't take your words, don't take your words lightly. But also don't use your words to get words back. Don't be codependent. Hey girl, that's so cute.
Just wait, have them wait for a little bit. Because a lot of people want to give compliments to get one back. Walk out of your house affirmed. Tell your neighbor, rise up. Be courageous. Your place can never be replaced. You can try. Can't nobody replace. I tell, I tell my kids, you only got one mama. You might have other women you like in your life, but can't, trust me, you'll miss that connection. Your, your place can't be replaced. I almost knocked Malachi out the other day, but I just, you know, I don't want to be one of them parents that like whoop them three hours later. It's like it's over now. Like I got to make myself mad again. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if I was right there when I heard you talk to your mama like that, boom. Right? But then you, your mom, mom call and be like, man, you're Malachi. And then I'll be like, I'll talk to him when I get home. But when I come home, I, I don't want to talk to him. Like, go to bed, whatever. Just don't do that no more. You take the phone with some kind of discipline. But it's like, man, boy, you better talk to your mama with respect. With respect. All y'all men in here, talk to your mama with respect. You only got one mama. You just better off being quiet. Just give her the silent treatment. Don't, but just if you can't speak honor out of your mouth to your mama, just be quiet. You're gonna fall. My grandma used to make me feel like I'm gonna fall out if I say something crazy to her. She just sit there with that. Hi, Terrence. I used to be scared. I used to be scared of my mom. I remember one time I grabbed a pot. It was, it was just a little saucepan on the way out, though. I was just... <laughs> you stay over there. <laughs> Nana, y'all know Nana. Nana wasn't going to go. Nana didn't care nothing about no pot. She just looked at me like, <laughs> that's Nana for real. Yeah, because she, I was, I don't know, I just grabbed, I just reached for, it was like Malia, it was like Malia one time. <laughs> Malia one time grabbed, it was, so, so we, 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 one of, one of our houses we moved out of, it was this big old uh, island in the middle of the, uh, in, in the middle of the kitchen. And I was over here and she was over there. And uh, I forget what happened, but I, I started, you know, running, to, running towards her. And it was a knife on the, uh, on the island, and her reflex just went. She didn't come toward me, but it was like when I grabbed the pot, though. It was just reflex. She didn't know I was daddy. At that time, it was just protection. It wasn't, that's my dad. And it wasn't at that time, that was my mama, that was Nana. She called Nana for a reason. She go bananas on folks. And Malia grabbed a knife. It's like, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I ain't, ain't going to fool you. Win. You win. You win in Jesus' name. We ain't going to do all that up in here. 
I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember, see, Malia got bold at a young age. I remember uh, Malia was, was she leaving the house and Pastor Julie <laughs> was trying to get her in the house and Malia and her was in the doorway just, it wasn't like a fight wrestle, it was like, Julia was just like, you ain't going nowhere and Malia was like, yes I am. <laughs> and Pastor Julia couldn't pick her up. <laughs> I was like, whoa, we got a different beast now. And Malia runs in the middle of the street of a good neighborhood. Help me! What? <laughs> Trying to get us sent to jail. I'm like, we ain't even do nothing. Your mama trying to keep you from leaving I was like let her go because <laughs> I grabbed a pot because I was getting ready to run away and I grabbed the pot I put it down and left like I was going somewhere I walked down the street about five minutes I was like where are you going boy go back home it's no place like home when you getting loved no place like home when you get in love. You can act like you want to hurry up and grow up and all that, but trust me, the world will never treat you like home did. Not in a loving home, even with conflict in your house. But when your parents doing their best and they love you, they feed you, they protect you, they keep you. They read to you when you was going to bed. Oh, you don't forget that. Ain't nobody reading to you when you get grown. What I look like laying in bed, babe, can you read to me? <laughs> your place can never, your creative force can't be matched. You are a creative force. Say, I'm a force to be reckoned with. We, we, we see First Samuel, we see Hannah. I do believe in the name of Jesus that you have entered into the third trimester of a bountiful blessing that will radically change the course of your bloodline. So you got to hear what I'm saying. Third trimester. That aligns with the four to six months. Position yourself. Purge. Let God purge what he needs to purge. And what seems like death is not, it's not due to barrenness or, 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 or abortion. It's because God is stripping it from you. Let it go. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, Hannah Montana. She, had a, she, she was a mighty woman of God. She prayed and she fasted. She was so desperate. One thing I want to make sure you don't do is you don't give birth out of frustration in your comparison. Because what did I explain to you? Women, you are receivers. So you have to be careful and guard your womb more than even men because there's all kind of stuff that is trying to get inside your womb. Physically and spiritually. 
And a lot of stuff that you have nurtured in your past have been stuff you woke up to and was like, how did I get in bed with this? I ain't just talking about sex. I'm talking about ideas. I'm talking about image. Insecurities. Impatience. So, a poor self-image. And Hannah always had this competition, but sometimes competition will be placed in your life to be used to be pushed off of. Like a swimmer. You either going to sink because of your competition or you're going to push off your competition. Choose right now. You're going to sink or you're going to push off. Which one? Are you going to use your threat to push off of or are you going to use your threat and let them drown you out with frustration, envy, strife? And you never give birth to what God has planned for you. Now you're taking care of a kid that ain't even yours. Say, not me. And it said, the Lord will establish his word. She fasted to open up her womb. What are you willing to do to put barrenness to rest, both now and forevermore? How desperate are you to be fruitful? See, you don't just want a husband. You need a fruitful family. Come on. You, you don't just want a wife. You want a fruitful family. You don't want to just give birth to a kid. We don't want kids. We want purpose. God, God has been very specific in the word with what kind of children he was giving birth to. Hey, I'm about to give you a prophet to the nations. Have you, ever, have you ever named what kind of kids you want? You name what kind of car you want. You name what kind of house you want. Have you ever named what kind of children you want? Write it down right now. You want a prophet? Do you want, what do you want? You want a successful person that's going to impact culture? What is God impregnating you in your spirit? You don't just want a kid. Because that's why when you get one, you're just like, whoo, I didn't pray for this. Well, you got a chance to. You got a chance to be very specific. Lord said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. You, you don't want a kid that's disabled. Nothing wrong with a disabled kid, especially if you didn't expect it or it was born that way. But while you have a chance, you got a chance to come against unhealthiness. You have a chance to lay on the altar, God, I want a healthy child. I want a child full of purpose. I want a child that's going to impact this city. I want a child, Lord God, that believes in you, that will raise up his or her children to know you. God, this is the family I desire. We pray about the house we desire. Pray about the family you desire. And you super specific. I want that nice Hemi engine. Dodge. Matte black, matte black rims. Peanut butter leather seats on the inside. And you save for it. When the last time you, you was detailed about the family you want? We just going to have a little sex and be like, Lord, whatever your will is. And you're like, ooh, that don't look like me. Who, who, Danny snorted for the first time, hey, man. <laughs> first time I heard, hey, that's good. Hey, man. 
She fasted to, oh, I think it's so cute when, 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 you, when, when people snort when they laugh. I just think it's cute. I'm not going to get stuck there, babe. Don't, don't worry about it. She fasted to open her womb. She prayed to destroy the devourer that was causing her to be barren. No, that's you got to prepare the womb. You, you don't know until you start trying. Don't wait till you start trying to find out you're barren. And you can't accept barrenness just because it's been passed down. She prayed to destroy the devourer. She was a covenant woman. Say, I'm a covenant woman. Come on, say it louder. Some of y'all had doubt in your, in, your, in your heart. Say, I'm a covenant woman. Be careful to not allow envy to birth counterfeit glory. Be careful that you don't give birth to something just so you can show up and say you got one. A husband, a wife, a child is not a trophy. You do not just, you know, that lonely feeling kick in. Like, oh, I want one. I want to be able to go to the party. I want to be able to go out with my friends and have a boo on my side. See, that comparison, and you start wanting what other people got, but that ain't what God wants for you. Now you walking in with your baby, and you so proud, and now you complaining because you got the little, them little, little fuzzy peaches on the side. It's a little baby fat, little, little, you know, you got that pregnant fat, little fuzzy peaches. Got them little Twinkies on the side now. You like, oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know it came with all that. Yeah, it do. You just looking at a, you just looking at the trophy. You didn't play the season. Surprise to pay for the trophy. Say not me. Not me. Say no fuzzy peaches. <laughs> Envy and comparison will contaminate the birthplace. Envy and comparison will contaminate the birthplace. Envy and comparison will contaminate the birthplace. That's physically or spiritually. You see, that's what social media set out to do. It is to contaminate your spiritual womb. Now you all, you want, man, look at they church. Wow, look at they, they life. They must be doing it. And now you start giving birth to desires that they're not yours. How many desires have you adopted that's not yours? Man, we've adopted so much. Sterilize your womb. When you sterilize something, it stops and increases the chances or decrease the chance of bacteria and germs spreading. You have to learn how to sterilize your womb. Let me tell you, single women, that's a part of you getting prepared to be found a wife. The Lord said, a man that finds a what? Wife, not a girl or not a, a woman looking for a husband to be identified as a wife. He finds a wife. That man don't make you a wife. A ring don't make you a wife. You are found a wife. 
and you are found a daughter and he hands you off. You are found covered. Sterilize your womb. Be careful what you allow in your birth canal. The Lord says, my word is not barren. Contaminate, that, that's why you sterilize your womb with the word of God. Speak the word over yourself. Encourage yourself. Speak over yourself. Worship. Sterilize your birthplace. And the Lord says, my word is not barren. My word has the power to impregnate you, the Lord says. You go read Hebrews 4 for yourself. The word is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword. It goes into the sinews. It goes deep within. It has the ability to kill and give birth. Double-edged sword. My word is full of what? Power. We understand according to the first scripture at the top so you can swing this thing all around. You got to understand that the word is what? Seed. So when he's telling you about his word, he is trying to impregnate you with his kids. And then your desires become his desires. His desires become your desires. And that's where when you pray for whatever you pray for, he said, I will ask the Father and he'll give you whatever you pray for. He ain't going to give you whatever you pray for. He's going to give you whatever you pray for whenever, when you want whatever he wants. Well, God, you told me to pray for whatever. Where is that? That ain't what I want. That's not my will. Seek first. Then you have his heart, you have his mind, and you have his desires. That's why whatever you desire, when you delight in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Why? Seek me, desire in me, and I will change your desires. Therefore, whatever you pray, I'm going to give it to you. Why? Because that's what I want. I, I challenge you to renew your mind. I guarantee you a year from now, the stuff you want now, you ain't going to want later. Your standards gonna change. Luke one, Luke one say, Luke one say, Gabriel appeared to her and said, "Hey, yo, ma, grace to you, young woman." That's game right there. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start talking to uh, Julia like that. Grace to you, grace to you, babe. I can't wait to the next part because that's how, that's how I'm For the Lord is with you and so you are anointed. Say I'm anointed. I have great favor. The Lord is with me. Verse 29. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. She's like, wait a minute. How, how I'm gonna, I ain't slept around with nobody. I've been protecting my womb. I've been saving it. But the angel reassured her. Say, Lord, reassure me. And he said, do not yield to your fear. You single woman's. You single woman's. Listen. Stop rushing. Don't yield to the fear of being alone. Feel like a Baptist church up in here. <laughs> Woo! Need to get them church fans. 
Don't, don't yield to your fear, Mary. Boom. For the Lord has found delight in you. And has chosen to surprise you. Say, Lord, surprise me. Come on, lift your hands. Lord, surprise me. Say, put it on me, Lord. Come on, come on. Say, put it on me, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put it on me, Lord. Put it on me, Lord. Surprise me, Lord. Blow my mind, Lord, with lavish fruit in the name of Jesus. I will not minimize or shrink down my prayers for nobody. I want you to hear me. I'm praying for lavish fruit. You, you will become pregnant with a baby boy. And you are to name him Jesus. The blessing is coming upon you. You ain't just about to get no any old blessing. The blessing is coming up on you in this season. The blessing is coming up on you. See, blessings got shelf life. The blessing you just go, the blessing is what you pass off to the next generation. Blessings got shelf life. They get moldy. They expire. Mary said, but how could this happen? Because I'm locked up. Verse 35, next, Gabriel answered, hey, your mom, listen, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you. Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory or a glory cloud. This is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the son of what? God. What's more? He, he said, I got some more. So what he's telling you is don't just expect your kid, but expect the kid that I impregnate you with to also be a blessing to barren places. The Lord don't want you getting, giving birth to a barren seed. That's why I'm saying pray for purpose in your womb. Don't just think your kid is a trophy. You are praying for an influencer. It's also pre- he said Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one, yeah, 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 your auntie, yeah, your auntie, yeah, the barren one is now in her sixth month. She, she, in her, she in her second trimester, she, but she experiences some difficulties. Not, not one promise from God is empty of power. Shut your mouth, shut your mouth. Not, not one word from God is empty of power. More when you understand, see on this, this power, all I need is one word. If God said it, it has to come to pass. It has, what has God, what do you remember God has promised you? Then you write it down. What do you remember? And if you ain't got no paper, just say it. Just say it under your breath. What has God promised you? What has God promised you that you've been letting slip away? Did he say something about your family? Did he say something about your job? Did he, what has God promised you? This is an atmosphere where you can, you can give birth. What has God promised you? Put that thing back in front of you. Don't you dare put it away. What God has promised has power. 
They did the ooh, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. He said, she said, it, not one promise from God, not one is empty of power. What does this mean? Not only does, does what God has promised you, like you can't just focus on the thing. Okay? I want to help you right now. You can't just th- focus on the thing that God has promised you. But the promise itself is a weapon. <laughs> the promise itself is a weapon. So you're so focused on the house or the household salvation. But while you're waiting on it to manifest, the word itself is a weapon to get to the promise. So you don't worry about being discouraged if you got the word. It is the sword of the spirit. So instead of waiting for it to come, you're going to fight your way with the word until it comes to fruition. It, the, the word, the promise, God, is not empty of power. It has power. That's why you don't need to settle. If God said that you're going to give birth to the promise, then you ain't got to rush and get an Ishmael. Because no matter how difficult it seems, you can't look at your your you can't look at what you have or don't have right now. Man, I'm telling you, a word, one word is more powerful than your million dollars in your bank. If you could just get out the way. Let God do his part. Stop freaking out. Christian and freaking out can't be in the same vocabulary. Christian and worry can't be the same thing in the same conversation. Man. For nothing is impossible with God. Who believes that? 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 Say, just put it in the atmosphere. God, nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible with you, Lord God. Nothing is impossible with you. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your word is not barren. Establish your word in my life, Lord God. Establish your word in my life, Lord God. Won't he do it? Mary responded saying, all right, this is amazing. (laughs) This is amazing. Wow. You mean I don't have to disgrace myself to get the blessing? You mean I don't have to compromise to get the blessing? This, you mean there is a way where I don't even got to do nothing but say yes, Lord? That, that's what she's saying. <laughs> you mean I ain't got to labor? I'm going to give labor, but you mean that all I got to do is receive and you'll provide? You mean I don't got to manipulate to make this work? See, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have the stuff we had today. They couldn't just, you wouldn't know Sarah get like back then. Wasn't the science back then. It was just, God, you're going to have to do this. And that's where we have to get to and understand that our options ain't really options. They counterfeit glory. Right? You don't just, man, I, I, want, I want a Louis Vuitton bag so bad, I'm just going to go and get this, this, this one out the hair shop. I'm going to get a fake one because I just want Louis Vuitton bad. 
And then now you got to go around and lie. Girl, where you get that from? Oh, my God, good sale. But that's the same thing when you settle. Settling always ends up hurting you later. Because you know you don't got the best. <sighs> 39, 39. 39, 39, 39, 39. He, she said, I accept it, Lord. I want you to lift your hands right now and say, Lord, I accept it. Now, what you accept, you can't just say it. That part on you. Put them up. <laughs> what are you expecting? That you, we can't pray. No more moving forward. We can't pray empty prayers. Be specific. Lord, I accept it. I receive it. What is it? Name it. Put your name on it. What is it? Don't be afraid to put your name on it. Put a name on it. What is it? she say may everything you told me come to pass and the angel left when after agreement after agreement what do you agree what do you agree with today that it's done if, if God told you he gonna save your family then stop worrying about it and come in agreement and, and just let it go and just celebrate your family in say it's done Oh, you're going to see your parents dancing in the, at the altar soon. They're coming back. They're coming back. They're not just going to sing on the side. They're going to be a part of a live body of Christ. It may not be Love Quest, but I promise you that the church is growing due to Love Quest presence. And I ain't saying Love Quest alone, but we are playing, playing a part in the revival that is happening in Vancouver right now. The church is getting stronger. Pastors are getting rejuvenated. Leaders are stepping up and rising up. Churches are being planted. Man, Vancouver is about to be one of the, the healthiest cities in the world. Not, not just one of the wealthiest, but one of the healthiest. You, you can't be a healthy city without a vibrant church in it. Say, do it, Lord. Ooh, I love my church. I love my church. I love my church. Ooh, I love my church. Say, I love my church. Yes. She was, she was, and we're going to land this plane. Here we go. She was found available. She was found available. She was found available. No, where are you going? She was found available. I'm available to you. Say, I'm available. I'm available. Come on, lift your hands. Say, I'm available. Are you really? Send me, I go, Lord. Not today, not today, not today, God. Are you really available for him to do what he wants to do? Sheikabah.
she, she was not only available, but she was found what? Willing. Say, Lord, I'm willing. Come on, one more time. Say, Lord, I'm willing. She was found obedient. She, doesn't, she did not hesitate, and she did not question God out of being rebellious. She questioned to get instructions. She questioned, she questioned to get understanding. She didn't question to be rebellious. She's like, Lord, I'll do it, but I don't, this don't even make sense. You're asking me to do something that is not really possible. But if you think it can be done, then just let me know what I need to do. He said, don't yield to your fear. And I know whatever it is you believe in for, it seems impossible if it's a God idea. God don't, God don't, God don't give you these, these directions, promises, and visions of stuff that you could do without him. If you could do it without him, I would look again. The Lord asks you to do just stupid stuff. Not stupid like it's stupid, but like, like crazy, like, like that don't, what, that what? How we going to do it? How that, how? She was found a steward. She say, I'm a, I'm a steward. She was stewarding her womb all this time. Reading the word, not knowing that the word was about her. And that's what I've, I've been taught a long time ago. Find yourself in the word. Find yourself in the word. Everybody is in the word. Who, 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 God talks to you. Find yourself. He, she, she, she was reading Isaiah that this virgin would give birth to the Savior. Do you think she was like, that's me? That's me. <laughs> Y'all better watch out because I got some magic going on over here. No, 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 no. Because she wouldn't have responded to the angel that way. Can you imagine reading the word? And then the day comes where the Lord says, you're the one to fulfill it. But that's every last one of you guys. There is something that's been prophesied about you. And the time has come that you have your Mary and Gabriel moment. The Lord wants to impregnate you. With the promise. She was a mighty woman of God. Say, I'm a mighty woman of God. Come on, say, I'm a mighty woman of God. You got to believe. Hey, when you get, to get home, tell your mama that. Tell, I don't care if they don't understand it. And they say, huh? Say it again and explain it to them. Do you want to know? Fellas, you, you call your little boo thing later on and tell her she a mighty woman of God. Tell your mama she a mighty woman of God today. I know. She, she coming, man. She coming. We, she coming. She coming. Mighty women of God believe God. Say, I believe God. They just believe God. They believe God. That's the, the ghetto verse. They believe God. Say, I believe him. They believe God. Ain't no question. Fellas, you want your wife to believe God more than they believe you. You want that. Mighty women of God, their confidence is in God. Say, I'm confident. I'm confident. 
in my father. Mighty women of God are women of covenant. You don't ever let nobody pull you out of your covenant with God. Ain't no boo thing that important. And fellas, if your woman is willing to compromise her relationship with God over you, pause. See, because, here you go, because the day she does make her mind up to get with the Lord, you're going to have some adjusting to do. Because you've been her Lord, now she's depending on the Lord and not you, and if you're insecure, it's going to mess you up. Push it to Jesus. Mighty women of God pursue God. They pursue God. They pursue God. Mighty women of God will wrestle with God for their family, for their friends. Say, I'm a wrestler. Say, I come off the top row. Mighty women of God surrender to God. Mighty women of God honors their leaders. They honor their leaders. I'm glad my wife ain't kind of ghetto. She get, I don't know how she got it, but she ghetto. She, she got some ghetto in her, for sure. But I'm glad she honors her leaders. I'm glad she classy. Glad I ain't got no wife. I gotta be like, babe, chill, like chill. Why you doing? I can't take you going where. <laughs> I'm glad I got a woman that know how to act in, like, like act in the at the restaurant. <laughs> she teach me how to act. She taught me how, what the forks meant. The 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 all the, the the little eight forks on the table. I'm like, I don't need all that. I just need one fork. She taught me how to do the tip drill. She taught me how to tip. Because I just tip whatever I got in my pocket, like little chain, little $2. No, 20%, babe, 20%. 20%. It go both ways, fellas. Mighty woman of God protects her children. And she don't always protect her children from her husband. Especially if he love them. Right? Because your kids can't be more important than your husband. We're going to talk about that on a Thursday night. The Lord put y'all together. Not them. Y'all. And together, y'all take care of them. And get them ready to get out. But y'all both committed to take care of them for the rest of their life in whatever way is needed. But y'all never turn on each other. Y'all the team. Even though they got your last name, y'all really the team. And if they want to get with the program, cool. You in, Ia? Amen. Amen. (laughs) But women protect. I don't know. Something's different happening in our household, though. Because, because. She used to protect me, protect them from me. I'm like, wait a minute, we on the same team. And I'm finding myself now, babe, chill, that you being too hard. And now I got to protect them from her. <laughs> Seasons, amen. 
mighty women of God nurture their household, and mighty women of God never quit. They never give up on what's meaningful. <laughs> mighty women of God believe the best, always. I just my I talk about my grandmother, like it's just something about I can I can go down there I go down and shoot up the whole block and run in the house and my grandma be like baby sit down let me make you something to eat what happened well God will bless you let me pray for you there's something about the hope you have as women to release into the world. It really, really matters what you say. It really, really matters how you talk to men. It really matters how you respect yourself. It really, really matters. All you women, all you men, keep the standard high. Not impossible, but high. Don't do too much, but keep the standard high because we need a woman that will not settle for our low thinking and low life and call us higher. A mighty woman of God is a place of refuge. Trust me, as strong as we are as men, we also need your tender shoulder to lean on. We also need a place to talk to. Because we were told to leave our mother and leave our father. But it doesn't mean that the young boy inside doesn't need a mother-like figure to talk to. And sometimes the greatest thing about that mom is she listens. And that's empowering to a young man. Mighty woman of God is the gift that keeps on giving. Lift your hands. I declare in love quest. That you will be some of the most mighty women that this terrain has ever felt walk on. I declare that there is a thunderous sound in every last one of y'all footsteps. Walk in your godly authority now in Jesus' name. Calm your fears, calm your anxieties. Trust the Lord with all your might, all your power, all your soul. Trust God. He will keep you. He will protect you. And for some of you, the tide is reversing. Right now, you're in a place where you have to cover some of the men in your family. And when I say that, I'm just speaking spiritually. In the same way you cover your children, you are called to cover your family when they can't cover themselves. How do you cover them? Cover them in prayer. Speak life over them. Hope the best for them. And do not be so disappointed when they disappoint you. They know they have disappointed you. They know they may have hurt you. But see the best. Speak the best. 
talk the best. Look for the best. You have power in your words. You have power in your touch. You have power in your gaze. Be careful how you look up and down. You are a powerful force, and without women, this world would not be. So I say rise up. I say stand to your full potential and watch God take you higher. Stand, mighty women of God. Stand, mighty women of God. Stand. Hear the voice of the Lord today. You are an overcomer. Stand, mighty women of God. Now, if you're not a mighty woman of God, keep sitting down. But stand and receive all that God has for you. As he sings over you today. As he sings praises over you. You are my daughter. I am well pleased with you. I have always kept you. I have always covered you. Even when you felt uncovered, I have been there. I am the God that turns everything around for my good. Move forward. Stand tall. Spread wider. Go deeper. Go higher. Spread wider. Go deeper. Go higher. This is your season. Give birth, daughter. Guard your womb. Bountiful fruit is in the midst. Bountiful fruit is in the midst. Where there was barrenness, there is now lavish fruit. Multiply. Go forward in Jesus' name. The, the devourer is rebuked in Jesus' name. Pick that dream back up. Pick that hope back up. Put your sword back in your hand. Put your mantle back in your hand. Wear your crown, daughter. You are a queen. You are royalty. And I'm healing you now. Every crevice and every place that has been mistouched, misrepresented, mistreated, overlooked, I see you. Daughter, I see you. There's no eyes that are bigger than mine. I see every part of you. I've knitted you together. I've made you perfect in my eyes. Mighty woman of God, rise up. Mighty woman of God, rise up. Be affirmed in my word. Be courageous in my word. Be beautified in my word. Be glorified by my word. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And tune in next week as we get equipped with another powerful right now word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.